Why should uh, Japan's strategic goals be energy and transportation? Japan's strategic goals are to decrease oil consumption and increase uh, liquid natural gas and natural gas consumption while decreasing greenhouse gases, increasing industrial efficiency. Japanese, Japan consumes 4.4 million barrels of oil per day. Japan imports 4.3 uh, million barrels of oil a day. And in 2010, oil represented 42% of the energy consumption, followed by coal at 22%, natural gas at 18%, nuclear energy at 13%, hydro energy at 3%, and renewables at 1%. Japan consumes most of its oil in transportation and in industrial sectors. Oil demand has decreased due to shifts away from oil and into natural gas in the industrial sector and migrations from kerosene heating to alternative fuels in the residential sector. Um, Japan's, uh, since Fukushima, has moved very heavily into liquid natural gas. And uh, the United States, is one of the missing uh, trade policy, trade arrangements that are missing in between Japan and the United States is liquid natural gas. And so uh, they, they, America needs to increase the liquid natural gas exports to Japan. Oil demand has uh, decreased due to shifts away from oil and to the natural gas sector. Uh, J Japan Oil, Gas and Metals National Corporation, a state-owned enterprise, produces much of the uh, oil and natural gas. Two other companies formed for oil and gas exploration are Impex and Japan Petroleum Exploration Company. In 2011, Japan's domestic oil production was 130,000 barrels per day. Japan has 148 producing wells in 11 uh, fields. Japan's government wants to import 40% of the country's crude oil from Japanese-owned concessions by 2030. Japan is in, uh, spending a lot of money to develop oil uh, oil fields that can be produced uh, oil for their energy needs. Japan imports 33% from Saudi Arabia, 1 million barrels per day, 23% from the United Emirates, 10% from Qatar, 9% from Iran, 7% from Kuwait, 4% from Russia, and 14% from the rest of the world. Brasilia, Brazil, Canada, Indonesia, Norway, UK, Azerbaijan, Kazakhstan, Australia, Vietnam, and Papua New Guinea. So when Trump uh, says that Japan, China, and India should uh, put pressure on Iran to open the Straits of Hormuz, uh, Hormuz the um, Japan's interest there uh, would be Qatar and the United Emirates and Kuwait. But as far as their influence from purchases from Iran directly, it's only 9%. So uh, the, they would be affected by these other countries where they're getting oil from in the Middle East, but they would not be directly influencing Iran to open up those uh, straits. Whereas China and uh, India do receive a larger percentage of their oil from Iran, and so uh, their economies would be severely affected if uh, oil uh, was cut off passing through those straits. Azerbaijan is producing 1 million barrels of oil a day. Kazakhstan is estimated to produce 1.5 million barrels of oil a day by the end of the decade. 
the Eastern Siberian Pacific Ocean Pipeline will transport 1.6 million barrels per day to China, Japan, and South Korea. In 2010, Japan consumed 3.7 trillion cubic feet of natural gas and imported 3.4 trillion cubic feet of liquid natural gas by tanker. 2.4 trillion cubic feet of liquid natural gas was used for electricity production. So in every industrial country, the amount of electricity it produces determines its position in the manufacturing and industrial sectors in terms of its rank. United States is number one. that has the largest GDP. Um, China's accelerating. But uh, and the way China has been able to accelerate is uh, the number of they put in 23 new nuclear uh, reactors and producing more quads of power that's allowing them to move up in the uh, rank. So uh, Japan using liquid natural gas after Fukushima was uh, uh, very critical to its strategy to maintain its industrial base. In 2011, Japan paid $16, million, $16 for every million BTUs of liquid natural gas. In 2010, Japan produced 174 billion cubic feet of natural gas. Japan's largest field gas field is natural gas field is Minami, Nagoya, and the west coast of Honshu. The gas is transported by an 808-mile pipeline. Japan has 40 trillion cubic feet of methane hydrates and hopes to be in production in 2018. That would then would reduce the amount of liquid natural gas that has to be imported in. Uh, the, the the problem with the methane hydrates is they're very deep into the ocean, uh, but they can be brought up and uh, through automation, robots and so forth. And so if they can uh, effectively mine those methane hydrates, then they have a replacement for the liquid natural gas. But as of right now, Japan imports nat- liquid natural gas from Malaysia, 19%, Australia, 18%, Qatar, 15%, Indonesia, 12%, Russia, 9%, Brunei at 8 and United Arab Emirates at 7%. You notice that America is zero on the list, and uh, that is a strategic error. They need to uh, increase uh, exports to Japan of liquid natural gas. Oil, liquid natural gas, and renewables will hedge against nuclear for electricity production in Japan. Ten privately owned electricity companies control 85% of the electricity produced in Japan. The largest company is Tokyo Electric Power Company, accounting for 20% of the production. Japan consumes consumes 1,000 terawatts of power. That's a trillion watts of power, so 1,000 trillion watts of power. Japan's transportation action is to reduce CO2 emissions by 50%. By 2020, will drive, cars will drive themselves in Japan. More public transportation will connect cities in Japan, and more people will ride the rail to work uh, and home. And uh, so the usage of electric cars, uh, zero-emission vehicles, and the water burning car fuel cells hydrogen based economy uh, is something that Japan uh, has been looking at and it will be interesting to see which of these sectors become uh, in that sector which of those technologies become dominant Uh, hydrogen is expected to become very popular uh, because of it can 
be uh, reformed. Water can be reformed in the car. Uh, HHO has been proven to be used uh, where they have a small reformer and a catalyst and it's producing uh, hydrogen that's passing through a fuel cell or being burned directly. And so, uh, but that, that would require some retooling from the automobile industries. And so largely it will depend on Toyota, Honda, and possibly Nissan to set the tone for uh, transportation in Japan. Why do Japanese investors fear buying dollars when the dollar is in decline? Japanese investors fear exchanging yen for dollars while the yen was gaining strength against the dollar because buying yen in the exchange for the dollar would cost more. And so if they were buying yen, the problem would be is that now that Japanese exports would cost more uh, because a stronger yen would then uh, increase the cost of ja uh, Japanese exports. So that their preferred, their preferred polit political objective is to keep the yen low, keep exports low, keep, ex uh, keep export prices low, and then uh, keep in export volumes high and uh, keep the trade deficit moving in their favor. Where the United States could offset some of the trade deficit by increasing the energy exports to Japan and uh, reducing our trade deficit and reducing the amount of uh, dollar recycle that's occurring on that debt. Historical foreign investors were eager to buy U.S. treasuries because they were a safe investment. To purchase U.S. treasuries, the investor traded his local currency, for example, yen for dollars. The buying of dollars helped strengthen the dollar. When interest rates decline, the investor sells treasuries in exchange for dollars, then goes elsewhere to invest. So what that means is that uh, if, uh, if Japan is in a period of inflation, which they, they are trying to inflate their currency, the yen, um, they would start to buy yen and in the process of get, creating a stronger yen uh, against the dollar, then the, do the treasuries would sell off uh, because there's an arbitrage that could exist where if, let's say, for example, uh, the yen, yen declines and then Japanese bond yields increase, if investors went and took their money and began buying yen, then uh, they would sell off U.S. treasuries and they would buy uh, Bank of Japan bonds. Likewise, if the dollar is stronger, then they're going to be buying U.S. treasuries and uh, interest rates will remain low in America. Exports would uh, be coming in from Japan. Japan's economy would benefit by the trade, uh, trade uh, balances go going in their favor. So U.S. inflation increases will cause foreign investors to sell their U.S. treasuries. And um, uh, so the, the reason being is that the bond prices would be increasing. And so there's, there's some profit taking that would occur and the yields would be dropping. So there'd be less cash flow. Um, and so uh, the United States would be in an inflationary state. It'd be heating up uh, and, and Japan would be cooling down. Japan is the second largest investor in U.S. Treasuries at $866 billion in holdings. Strategically, Japan buys Treasuries to strengthen the dollar and weaken the yen, keeping Japanese exports cheaper. And that's the general strategy, to keep uh, the yen w weaker against the dollar. And uh, 
but the United States should offset that imbalance by exporting more agricultural products and energy products and uh, industrial products like steel and uh, and uh, financial instruments to Japan. Japan will increase taxes. So they have been expending more money as the government policy on um, government debt. And so what's happening is when they raise taxes, that means they have inflated their money supply, increased their money supply. And as a result of increasing their money supply, there's a higher amount of uh, there's been some bond sell off. The, the bond prices have got higher. The yields have got lower. Actually, yields have actually started climbing, so then the bond prices will have dropped, uh, which will cause a sell-off. And then, uh, then, so as a result, then the, because they're now losing revenue coming into the government, they haven't decreased government spending, so they need to increase taxes. So that's the reaction going that way. Increased government debt to pay for reconstruction costs. Japan would sell its U.S. Treasury Reserve to raise money. So that's the second thing to do is to uh, adjust for some imbalances there uh, where they need more revenue so they could take uh, some of the U.S. Treasury, sell that off and bring some of that money home. As yields on the Japanese government bonds approach record level lows, then Japanese investors increase purchase of U.S. Treasuries. Seek, they're seeking more uh, fixed income is what's happening there. Why aren't investors demanding higher levels of interest rates on the Japanese bonds? Well, they don't have any say in it. it uh, the bonds are adjusting according to supply and demand. So uh, if there's too much uh, supply, meaning that the Japanese government's issuing out too many debt certificates and there's not enough investors, then the price is going to uh, collapse. Uh, at the same time, they have to raise interest rates to create an incentive for the investors to buy the bonds. So it's a, a product of supply and demand. Uh, Japan's ability to finance its government depends on its growth of the GDP and its ability to grow federal taxes. Yeah, Japan's been in a deflationary economy for about 40 years now. And uh, so the higher taxes is going to slow their economy down more. The increased debt is uh, reaching maximum levels. Japanese depositor account surplus has kept uh, the Japan's economy from collapsing. The reason why is because there's so much money in the uh, account surplus. There's trillions of dollars in there, which the Japanese government has tapped uh, to pay for the government debt and to, to help finance some of the uh, stability that they're trying to achieve in Japan. Currently, more money is flowing into Japan than out. Japan is earning more income on its foreign currency holdings than it's paying out. Corporate Japan places its money with the banks. The banks, insurance companies, and pensions buy Japanese bonds. Japanese saving rate is 2%. Uh, Japanese corporate savings and is a net exporter of capital. You know, that's, uh, still, it's amazing, though, uh, when you look at that account surplus, the Japanese savings is something like 20 25%. And there's a huge amount of money that is sitting in that surplus, which has allowed the government to uh, spend like they have for the last several decades. Why are Japanese banks concealing their bad debts? This is also a very uh, strong concern. At one time, there was fear that uh, Japanese uh, banks would hyperinflate, but the, due to the uh, postal account 
structure of savings that that uh, preserved their economy. And what I'll briefly show is that uh, there is still concern on the Japanese banking structure. Uh, Japanese banks are concealing their bad loans. Banks are reluctant to call in the debt because of collateral valuations are considered less and the banks lose money. Japan may have a $1 trillion in debt. Most of Japan's loans are held by companies incapable of paying back their debt. Japanese banks are concealing bad loans and subsidiaries that are considered off-balance sheets. Uh, bank lists derivatives of profits when they are losses and put losses five years into the future. You know, that, that those practices are uh, going to be over soon. We should start seeing a lot of pressure on uh, correction. The Japanese banks need to be audited like the U.S. banks and their financial health needs to be assessed. There needs to be more uh, transparency and accountability on their books. Uh, and uh, there is no lender of last resort that's available. Japanese six largest banks have lost one trillion yen due to the subprime mortgage. <clears throat> Japanese corporations deposit money savings with the Japanese banks and the banks take deposits and buy Japanese bonds. That's a bad uh, cycle there uh, because the savings, the way money should work is that it should be a warehouse. You put the money in, you have 0% inflation, and uh, you pay to store your money, and then you can withdraw your money, and it's worth exactly the same value that you uh, at the time you deposited it, meaning that its purchase power is equivalent uh, over time. Whereas inflation means an increase in the money's supply, delusion of his buying power. So, so uh, economies have to heat up, they have to become more efficient, they have to produce things at a less of a cost. And uh, that has to keep up with uh, the rate that the money supply is inflating. But the problem is, is that with that line of thought, even as things get more efficient, uh, wages do not increase proportion to the inflation. And so uh, it costs more, uh, the cost of living increases. And that has a deflationary impact even during uh, inflationary periods. So we have both the deflation economy running right now where uh, the government and growth has been very flat in the U.S. At the same time, we have an inflationary economy where the money supply has been uh, increased to about $5 trillion, and, uh, and we have about 6.5% inflation. So even though the consumer price index doesn't indicate that inflation is that high, based on the amount of money that's in the system, it has to be uh, increasing about that rate. And that would be consistent with the Jap uh, China's inflation. Japan banks are profiting from higher bond prices. Mitsubishi, Sumoto, Sumitomo, Mitsui, and Mizuho are selling bonds that they bought at lower prices and capturing profits. So that's just the idea. Buy low, sell high, and capture a profit. So that's exactly what they're doing. They are selling bonds that they bought at lower prices selling at a higher price now to capture the profit. As bond prices rose and yields decreased, banks profited by the increased profit margin in price. Mitsubishi UFJ Financial Group earned 290 billion yen and Sumitomo 
Mitsui profited 570 billion yen. Banks from Japan have become major lenders in the international financial market. Japan banks have been bullish about corporate buyout deals. Japanese banks want to take their operations abroad as local markets stagnate. So they're investing in Indonesia, Vietnam, um, and uh, China. Nomuda Securities is the world's largest investment bank. Nomuda picked up Lehman for fire sale prices. Lehman was a strong bond house. And so Nomuda was heavy into uh, Japanese bonds. Japanese banks are offering account savings in dollar or yen. Most Japanese companies borrow money from the bank to expand operations versus borrowing money from the public. Japanese banks are the largest holders of Japanese stocks. And that is a strange act there. That's a strange act because uh, the banks should not be in the uh, business of investing. But here they are. They take the invest the savings from the consumer. They take that money and then they invest it into the stock market, seeking either higher yields from dividends or uh, speculating on price movement of the stock and the uh, general belief that the economy is accelerating. Therefore, the GDP would be increasing and the indexes would be increasing over time and uh, uh, then rewarding the consumer with interest rates on their deposits. But actually, then they become an investment house and, and it becomes very speculative. If the uh, economy has uh, unrevealed facts or lack of transparency and then the investors are surprised like they were on the subprime, then you have a correction when they realize that homeowners are unable to make their house payments uh, in a large and a group of bond tra- uh, called trakes. And, uh, and then that will then cause a sell-off. And they, that's what they call toxic bonds. And so because of those ratings were, there would be a downgrade in the ratings and uh, yields would go up as the bond prices go down. The three largest banks are Mitsuho holding at 1.27 trillion, Mitsubishi Tokyo Financial Group at 957 billion, and Sumitomo Mitsui Financial Group at 918 billion dollars. So there's <clears throat> these large Japanese banks are at uh, totally dependent on how their the Japanese economy is working to determine whether or not they stay profitable or even solvent. Nearly all Japanese have savings in the post office savings accounts amounting to $3.8 trillion. This was the golden goose, or uh, you could say that um, Japan had, if you kill the golden goose, the economy is going to collapse. That's just bottom line. And it's pretty close. To, you can see with the, the pressure where they have to raise taxes that they're pretty close to maxing out on uh, with uh, accessing the post office savings accounts. Japan's post office savings accounts is the largest owner of Japanese bonds. So that's where they've been financing a lot of this government debt. Why are the Japanese banks increasing overseas loans? Okay, that's an interesting strategy. Japanese banks can be vulnerable to spikes in interest rates. They, currently, the uh, derivatives market is a $350 trillion uh, interest rate swap. Uh, means that is, the two parties are involved. If the interest rates 
uh, climb, then there's a payout going to the other party if the interest rates stay low. Then there's a payout from the receiving party to the giving party. Uh, or so as you just say from party A and party B. So one party is going to be winning, one party is going to be losing. Uh, in the when it reverses the scale reverses if the derivatives interest rates um, climb, a rate rise in interest rates could cause the bond prices to drop and the banks to take a paper loss. So yeah, so they they would have to report that in as a loss because bonds are considered a commodity, and uh, so when they when they do a sell, that would be a capital loss in that case. The paper losses could impact the financial sector with loss of confidence. Japanese corporations have had mild growth leading to weak demand for loans. Government debt accounts for 25% of the bank assets. Japan has raised taxes to combat decreases in revenue. Japan's status as safe haven has kept the bond yields low as the foreign money has flowed in. Tokyo Mitsubishi banks incorrectly believe the inflows are the result of investors expecting stable growth in the future. Yeah, and um, that that uh, in 2012, uh, 10-year bond yields dropped to 0.77%. The big banks are now using capital to invest in overseas companies, Mitsuho Financial Group and Mitsubishi UFJ Financial Group. Japanese companies spend $101 billion in or 573 overseas acquisitions. So they're diversifying to minimize risk. And uh, uh, that, that's probably a short-term strategy at this point. Uh, more banks' loans abroad means greater exposure to foreign risk. In 2008, Mitsuho faced tens of billions of yens lost in financial associated with Europe. So disassociate with Europe, sell off some of the Europe bonds. Uh, could have meant more buying of U.S. bonds, and uh, Japan would become uh, the largest U.S. bondholder. So why are Japanese banks buying U.S. bond, U.S. treasuries? Japan has over $1 trillion of public debt. Japan is buying U.S. treasuries while China is buying uh, of treasuries has slowed. China's purchases of treasuries is $1.157 trillion. Japan is trending to become the largest holder of U.S. treasuries. In 2012, China sold $100 billion in treasuries. And in it's uh, doing this, both Japan and, and uh, China combined together to be l- roughly 40% of all of the debt. The other uh, holders for huge uh, are insurance companies, mutual funds, private hedge funds are holding the remainder of the debt. And then there's a portion of it's being held by Russian uh, investors also. Japanese banks are buying U.S. Treasury to reduce exposure to the euro and prevent rates to increase in the real estate market. And they're very heavily invested in U.S. real estate. When the rates increase, real estate valuations decrease. So just if if interest rates climb, then real estate prices uh, decrease because people cannot buy as much of a home because of the monthly payments or would increase. When interest rates are low, they can buy more of a home uh, home value uh, because they can finance more more cash uh, and the monthly payments. A decrease 
uh, in the valuations decrease asset values in the Japanese bank portfolios in their shadow accounts. The report valuations represent losses to the bank. The stock market anticipates these losses and lowers price expectations based on demand. The bank stock will begin to decrease. The large Japanese banks represent a quarter of the Japanese stock market. A sudden drop in the bank stock price would trigger a sell-off. So and that's again, that's the danger of banks becoming investors is that they have to correct uh, according to policy and regulation. If there is uh, anticipation and losses, they got to report those losses, which would uh, then trigger uh, sell-off if they're such a large player in, uh, in the stock market. A sudden drop in the bank stock could a price could trigger a sell-off. Therefore, Japanese banks are forced to buy U.S. Treasuries to keep rates low. Karate versus Kung Fu currency wars. So that's kind of the, I guess you would say, the, the chess move that occurred there. So why are Japanese investors venturing into the U.S. loan market? The Bank of Japan announced intent to buy Japanese government bonds maturing in 40 years. The Japanese bondholders received the lowest interest rates and the highest government debt in relationship to the gross domestic production. Japanese bond investors will sell the holdings once they believe the Bank of Japan bond buying is not sustainable. Yeah, it is not sustainable, as I've just previously stated, because the postal savings accounts at $3.8 trillion dollars uh, which is the largest consumer of Bank of Japan bonds, is is uh, um, slowing down its purchases. Secondary bond markets uh, malfunctions. Bonds are hoping bond investors will demand higher yields to produce volatility risk. As of April 2013, five-year Japanese government bond yield is 2.55%. Bank of Japan is authorized to increase Japan's money supply to $2.8 trillion. Japan's total debt is 10.35 trillion. So they have a 2.8 trillion dollar money supply. That's roughly half of the United States money supply. And they have a 10.3 trillion dollar debt which is roughly half of the United States uh, total debt. So if we're going to follow in a ratio to the economy, Japan is the uh, third largest economy, maybe very close with Germany. I'm not sure Germany accelerated past Japan, but I doubt it. Uh, and it's sitting at half the amount of debt and half the amount of money supply that the United States has. So it's in bad shape. Bank of uh, Japan bond buying sells, uh, sends l- yields lower in the U.S., Germany, France, Canada, U.K., and Belgium. The investment community is getting shocked by Bank of Japan buying bond uh, bond buying, long-term bond buying yields approach zero. Again, the reason they're keeping that low yield is that uh, they they're trying to uh, uh, create and inflate inflate the yen, make the yen weaker against the dollar, so that uh, they can keep exports high. The U.S. 30-year bond is 2.867%, attracting Japanese pension funds and life insurance companies to buy. Seeking capital, <coughs> seeking fixed income is what they're doing. Japanese life insurance companies have the most money to invest in treasuries. And the, yeah, the, and also the Japanese pension funds, they have 
about $2 trillion that they're looking to invest for uh, capital cash flow increases. And uh, insurance companies, which are very large, they're, they're one of the largest investors in the U.S. stock market and in, insurance companies um, and mutual funds. They're, they're very big, uh, bigger than the hedge funds. <laughs> and so in Japan, the same thing is true. Life insurance companies are very big in uh, the uh, placing their investments in treasuries looking for a fixed income uh, to be able to keep their funds uh, adequately uh, funded. But uh, th- there's a problem there because uh, th- they're also looking into the junk market. Junk market defaults every 12 years, uh, has serious corrections every 12 years, uh, but they're seeking those high interest uh, yields so that they can increase the uh, their, their uh, income to, main, to offset the outflows that are occurring in those pension funds. So those are that's some concern. Uh, I could talk in a future time about what's going on in the Japanese pension markets and what's actually happening in the U.S. pension markets, which is uh, should be watched as uh, the junk bond market has really accel- accelerated, and that the new capital has been these financial devices that have been associated with pensions. Japanese vest- investors are venturing in the U.S. home loan market, bringing an increased holding in Guinea May by $50 billion. Again, they're taking advantage of the low interest rates and the accelerated uh, real estate market. The The Fed may sell back $40 billion in mortgage bond, bonds. So that's a, also a strange act to sell back bonds that they bought. Uh, so now the valuation of those bonds come back and they're stronger than ever. And so the banks on their books gets, uh, uh, look better, like they're firmed up. They look like they're higher valuations. Uh, but these are the same devices that uh, uh, broke down during the subprime meltdown. Why are Japanese pensions buying U.S. treasuries? This is an interesting Japanese pensions are the largest fund for retirement savings with $747 billion in Japanese bonds. The Japan's Government Pensions Investment Fund, GPIF, oversees $1.16 trillion in assets. GPIF historically invested in bonds with 3% and with Japanese bonds at 1%. Um, GPIF could be a short-term speculation on profits on upward bond price movement. The pension funds may begin increasing its holdings in emerging stock markets. The Japan's 10-year government bond yield is 0.8%. Takehiro Mintani, president of GPIF, thinks that the yields remain below 1% will be unlikely if the economy improves. And how could the economy improve when the government debt is so high? The government debt is at $10 trillion uh, for the Japanese government. So until that debt reduces, until taxes reduce, uh, the economy cannot improve. So it's going to stay flat. You're going to have deflationary economic economics that are going to be ruling in Japan. And Trump, is uh, he's given tax cuts. And he's been able to increase the number of jobs in America. And he's brought back manufacturing to America and, and protected the trade uh, 
relationships between Canada and Mexico and China by imposing tariffs. Japan's government is paying more for Social Security spending. Since 1990, Japan's expenditures have not decelerated at the same rate as expenditures, creating a deficit gap. So until Japan stops spending in the government, uh, which is going to occur as as taxes start to increase, uh, they will stay in deflationary economics. As more Japanese retire, less money is being put into savings. The decrease in savings lessens the available monies to be loaned by the banks to the government. Japanese banks are starting to show reluctance to increased exposure to Japanese government bonds. The Japanese government is increasing taxes to raise revenue for the government spending. However, raising taxes does not necessarily mean increasing revenue. Higher taxes stifle growth and decrease production and corporate earnings lessening taxable money. That's the Laffer curve. And so uh, Trump, by reducing down taxes, increased the amount of money that corporations had. They could hire more people. They could do capital improvements. They could grow their companies faster as they were getting uh, higher profits that, that translated into income tax, uh, capital earnings taxes. And so more, more money was coming in as companies accelerated their growth. Uh, Japan Welfare Society maintains near total employment by the liberal government loans to private companies. The cost of social programs is shift to the companies. So those, the cost of those, those uh, social programs are expensive, and so it slows down uh, Japanese growth in their, in their corporations. If Japan's government bond yield rises from 1% to 2%, then its debt service will increase significantly. As Japan's debt climbs, the gross domestic production decreases. Yeah, debt's going to just slow down growth. That's just the bottom line. So you got you have to liquidate bad debts. Um, you have to heal the economy and uh, let the, the good companies go on and then the bad companies let them default and uh, recover some of the uh, from the losses and then uh, rebuild. Japan's need for foreign investors is rising. Japan is seeking investors from international markets. A devaluating yen makes raw imports uh, more expensive. And see, that's really interesting. Japan does this thing where they import raw materials. They uh, create finished goods, and then they export that to China or and to the U.S. So, um, as they devaluate the yen, that makes the the raw imports more expensive. But then they recoup that in the finished products. So um, it's kind of a balancing act that they're doing. Same way with the U.S. companies. Uh, the U.S. companies are in Japan and uh, producing about the same amount as uh, Japanese companies producing in America. So that keeps the balance uh, pretty good. The, where we, we lose is in the consumer purchases of finished goods from Japan, um, which we need to offset that by energy exports. Japanese pension funds are buying foreign bonds, U.S. 10-year and 30-year treasuries, and foreign assets to get better results. Um, why will Japanese banks eventually write off their bad debt? That's pretty inevitable because that's the only way to heal. 
uh, between 1955 and 1970, Japan's growth was 9.7%. In 1990s, Japan's debt bubble collapsed and growth has been flat at 8% for two decades. Japan's stock market is 70 to 80% below its highs in 1989, falling from 38,957 to an average of 8,000 to 12,000. Japan has $19 trillion in savings. Much of the savings is invested locally, and the monies finance Japanese public debt. And we've already talked about how that uh, the Japanese savings accounts are uh, losing their appetite for buying Japanese bonds. Japanese companies have been saving for the last few years. Companies have been coming net savers rather than net borrowers. You don't borrow during deflationary economies. That's the rule. So that's one indication that they've been in deflation. Japanese banks hold 65 to 75% of all Japanese government debt. Way large. Uh, Japanese uh, government bonds represent 24% of the Japanese bank's assets. Bank of Japan holds $1.2 trillion in government debt. Low interest rates have allowed larger piles of debt. Default Devo, de, uh, deflation in Japan has allowed Japanese investors high real, real rates of return because of the falling prices. Japan has $4 trillion in foreign assets. So that's their, their, uh, they're diversifying, they're investing in emerging markets, uh, they're investing in Indonesia, Malaysia, Vietnam, and the U.S. Uh, real estate market. In the balance sheet of the recession, demand for credit declines even as more credit becomes available. Japanese household saving rates are declining from 25% in the 80s to 3% currently. Territory disputes between China have uh, decreased Japan exports to China. Japan's decision to shut down nuclear power plants has increased liquid natural gas energy import costs. That's an area that we really need to increase our exports to Japan. Japan will reach the maximum amount it can borrow around 2015, effectively, uh, effective 2020. So we've got a couple more years before we see the impact of, uh, of this large government borrowing from Japan. Bank of Japan owes $1 trillion of U.S. treasuries. Uh, hedge funds are shorting the yen and shorting government uh, bonds betting on fiscal policy ineffectiveness. Japanese insurance companies will collapse if banks don't provide the financing for their operations and loss. Tokyo Mutual Life with liabilities of $7.9 billion collapsed when Daiwa uh, denied a $300 million loan to cover current losses, but Daiwa a profit report for the year. Tokyo Life losses occurred as Nikkei stock market and the real estate corrected downward in the late 1980s. The reason why is that the banks are connected to purchases of uh, Japanese bonds and they are purchasing uh, stock mar- uh, uh, shares in the Nikkei stock market. So if the Nikkei stock market corrects downward, uh, they will experience large losses. Banks let the companies hit the credit wall and go insolvent. They didn't have a choice. They didn't have money to lend. Japanese banks had $320 billion in bad debt in 2001. Today, the bad debt exceeds $1 trillion. Uh, It's a big concern to watch Japanese uh, banks, and uh, it's too large. That that, that debt, that bad debt, means that those debtors are not capable of paying 
uh, uh, needs to be written off. Uh, will Japanese banks write off their bad debt and restructure? Will Japanese banks decide to liquidate their foreign holdings to repudiate, reparate the funds, meaning pay for the funds and shore up their balance sheets? Yeah, it's very possible. Uh, we do see some bond sell-off when things got a little harsh in, with the Bank of Japan. They just sell off some of their foreign assets and raise capital. Uh, it firms up the in the short term, but you know we're talking here a long-term correction. A sell-off of treasuries, direct investments in the marketable bonds and assets by the Japanese will put a negative downward pressure on jobs in America. So we need to watch Japan. Why would the Japanese bond volatility cause a sell-off? Well, volatility in the Japanese government bonds could cause a sell-off. Financial institutions <coughs> um, opt to raise cash and liquidate reserves rather than sell Japanese government bonds to meet margin demand. What happens when the bank runs out of assets to sell and demand in the re- capital reserve increases? The only one thing can happen. they got to sell off their, de- their uh, commodities called uh, bonds. Where are the Japanese banks, insurance companies, and investors going to put their money? A bond sell-off will weaken the whole, f- weaken the whole financial system. Rising bond yields will adversely affect the volumes in the stock market. Japanese banks have accepted stocks as collateral on a loan. Um, that's a really bad idea because the the stocks can have a uh, unlimited liability, meaning it can go to zero. If Japanese government bond yields climb three percent, then stock prices will sharply drop, and the banks will be forced to write down losses. Well, that makes sense because the Japanese uh, banks are buying into the bond into the stock market. If the stock market prices drop, that means that their assets, which they used against their loans, have decreased. So it's like the collateral that they're using to secure the loan has been decreased. So that means that they need to write down, uh, write down their losses. Mark to market is taking effect here, and so uh, the Japanese banks then would uh, uh, be uh, start getting pulverized by the decrease in the stock market. Uh, Bank of Japan bond buying will keep yields from rising sharply. Hedge funds, evangelists, preachers will cry for investors to sell their bonds, hoping to send shockwaves of fear through the bond market. Japanese institutions sold $8.7 billion overseas debt to raise cash. The sell-off of U.S. Treasuries could predate funds back to the Japan the day of reckoning. These are all small moves. They're just small corrections that are being done on a constant basis. Uh, we haven't seen the big corrections yet. Japanese institutions could become net buyers of foreign bonds. Japanese insurance companies will be forced out of Japanese bonds into U.S. treasuries. As yen devalues, assets bubbles could form around the world as uh, money flees to higher yield investments. And that's what's happened is is it's fled into uh, the U.S. stock market and that's creating a uh, real estate boom in the U.S. Why do U.S. bond yields rise when Japanese bond yields rise? Um, this one isn't so obvious why there's a almost like a, uh, a, a entanglement here between the U.S. stock market and the, the Japanese stock market. I'll take you through this case. The Midwest uh, industry support increase in productivity causing bond yields to rise because the market 
responded by selling off safe haven bonds. The results was an increase in bond yields, reflecting an optimistic indication the industry is recovering as evidenced by higher stock prices and stronger dollars. So yeah, so if the stock market is increasing and the dollar is increasing, money is moving out of these safe haven areas and into more speculative, higher growth sectors like the stock market seeking uh, profits. The Japanese bond yields rose after Bank of Japan announced its bond buying policy. So they're creating artificial demand here by buying the bonds. As they buy the bonds, then the yields drop uh, because now there's less supply. And uh, so they're, it's, it's really strange. They're buying back their own debt instruments. A similar pattern occurred in 2010 after the Fed announced it would buy bonds. So, you know, the, these, the Japanese market is a reflection of what we shouldn't do in the U.S. Uh, Fed policies. But we do repeat some of the same mistakes that the Japanese uh, uh, monetarists have been doing, which is increasing money supply, not liquidating bad debt, and uh, buying back debt. That's that's just a bad idea. Why do bond yields rise in Japan and the U.S. when central banks buy back bonds? Are the higher yields in the U.S. and Japanese markets causing a rippling effect in the financial markets? Or does the higher yields in the Japanese bond market directly affect the yields in the U.S. Uh, market? And the answer is uh, yes, they do. The ja- unfortunately, the Japanese markets bond market does affect the U.S. bond market. Increased bond yield buying increases banks' reserves and increased money to loan in expanding productivity. And that's the idea of what they want to do is they want to uh, heat up their economy. Higher bond yields cause investors to sell assets to cover losses on margin loans. If the bond yields can continue to climb in Japan, we can expect yields in the U.S. to climb also.